First of all, thank you, for, uh, Pastor, for the opportunity. Uh, good morning, family. Wow. I've been asked to, to speak on the disciplines of prayer. Prayer plays a very vital, important role in our relationship with the Lord and, and with our family and with our friends. So it's important that we put that discipline in place so that we can do it regularly. We can do it the way we need to do. And I've found a few things about, you know, talk about, I've researched about a few things talking about discipline. Discipline provides rules for us to live our lives efficiently and effectively. Discipline creates habits. Habit makes routines and routines become who you are. As we know, the popular saying saying that uh, it takes only about 18, when you do something uh, uh, for about 18, minimum of 18 days, it becomes a habit. So as we pray regularly, uh, it, be, it, can, it will become habit for us. And as I say, habit, uh, habits are, comes from discipline. So by the time you acquire the habit, you are disciplined for prayer. I want to start with the, this acronym that I've been using. I had it a long time ago. I think it was said by one of the leaders in one of the meetings. And I've acquired that and I use it and it's very effective, especially with the days when you sit down to pray and you can see that you haven't come with a prayer list. Sometimes you go to the prayer room or when you want to pray, you can see that your heart is full of prayer requests. You really want to speak to the Lord. But not every day is like that. Some days, you know, you go there and you can see, you know, but in order to continue with the discipline, I have acquired this acronym, which I believe most of you know, which is called ACTS. The ACT stands for, the, this acronym is A-C-T-S. It stands for Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. So even in the days that you find difficult to pray, if you follow this procedure, and this acronym uh, is, a, is, is, is based on the principle of prayer, which, which was uh, derived from uh, uh, the Lord's Prayer. So it, it, it makes the prayer life easy, and it makes you to continue with the discipline. Adoration, you know, you start with adoring God, acknowledging the greatness of God and worship him and acknowledge his majesty and praise and hallow his name. And then you come to the confession. So you confess so that, you know, any hidden sin, known sins, unknown sins will not hinder your prayer. You ask the Holy Spirit to come in to reveal everything in your heart so that you can, you can confess. And as the Bible says, 1 John 1, 9 says, confess your, if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So all that will be revealed, removed from the, anything that will hinder your, your, your prayer will be removed once you confess your sin. And then you come to the thanksgiving. And then you thank God, you know, you, 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 it means being grateful for all that the Lord has done for you, his mercy, our salvation, his protection, his provision, your children, our lives being counted among the living. These days I wake up every morning when I feel the breeze, I say, Lord, thank you for counting me among the living because anything can ha could have happened whilst I was sleeping. And then you come to the supplication where you bring the personal petition, petition for others, you know, and you pray and you intercede and war, warfare. So it's a good, that, that acronym is a good way of adding to your, uh, um, your disciplines of praying. And then 
as I have, have said it already, invite Holy Spirit. I think it's very important. It's very important that always before you pray, you sit down for a few minutes or seconds and ask the Holy Spirit to come and take over, to come and reveal to you. Because when the Holy Spirit comes, he will lead you. He will help you to be able to pray the mind and the heart of God. You may have come with a different idea, a different heart, or a, a, a different concept about whatever is happening or whatever you want to pray about. And it could be wrong. You could be going the wrong direction. But when you invite the Holy Spirit, he will come and he will direct you, as he said in Zachariah. And then at the same time, Holy Spirit help you and, and, and help you to know that your prayers, your praying, is not... It doesn't depend on your ability, your wisdom, or your eloquence to bring the answer to your prayer. As he said in uh, Zechariah 4, 6, so he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. The Holy Spirit will remind you that it's not by your might, it's not by your eloquence, not by the words you choose that will bring the, 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 the answers to the prayer, but it will be by the spirit of God and the power of God. So it's good, it's, it's very important that you, you invite Holy Spirit before you start your prayer. And the word of God plays a vital role in prayers. Because when we're praying, I believe that we should pray the scriptures. We should pray the word of God because everything that is going on in our lives or whatever prayer points you're brought or whatever you want to pray about, the Bible has got something to say about it. But if you don't know the word, how would you apply to that? And if we look at when Jesus, when the, the devil tempted Jesus, he quoted the word of God. So it's really important that we, we, we study the word, we soak ourselves in the word of God. And then it, 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 when you soak yourself in the word of God, it makes you uh, 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 be aware of the authority you have the authority that God has given to you. For instance, when you're doing a warfare, you know, um, uh, the, the word of God said, whatever, in Matthew 18, 18, 20, he said, assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. We have done that just this morning. Pastor led us to pray that for any mouth, that has spoken, any like mouth that has spoken, you know. So once you know that you pray with confidence, you pray with faith. If anything is going on in your life, you pray with faith. So it's good to, 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 to arm yourself with the word of God. And then the word of God also assures us of, of our prayer that the Lord hears us. In the same Matthew 18, 19, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them. My father in heaven, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So even this morning, God has assured us he is in our midst. So whatever you have brought this morning, you have the confidence that God is here with us and he's hearing you. And so it's really important, you know, to be able to discipline yourself with the word of God, soak yourself in the word of God to know the word of God. We should come into prayer with transparent heart and honesty. When we come before God, we have to be transparent and honest. 
you don't need to sugarcoat anything because God sees it all. We cannot mock God. So we have to come in with transparency and honesty. We should humble ourselves. We come before the Lord when we, we come into prayer. One of the disciplines we need to have is to come in with humility and teachable spirit. Because you will come in with a certain mindset that this one, I am right. And so I'm going to go and pray this prayer, open the, the ground, swallow them and all that business. But then the Holy Spirit will come to you. Hang on, Anna, calm down. You have to hand it over. Or the Holy Spirit will, will remind you that God says vengeance is his. As we have a, a, a saying in Chi, he said, if you know how to fight your fight, God won't fight for you. If you know how to fight your battles, God won't fight for you. So the Holy Spirit will remind you all these things so that when you go to prayer, you go there to hang everything over to God and for God to take over. Proverbs 1.5 says, let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. So once you, you come in with the humility, with the teachable spirit, the Holy Spirit will reveal you, will, will give you discernment and for you to get guidance as to how to pray over the topic you've come with. And then John 16, 13 says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth and he will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. So, you know, the, 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 the verse explains it. Another practical, uh, um, um, practical point I want to bring out is plan your route when you come to prayer. I've realized that, <clears throat> what do I mean by plan your route? I've realized that when I come to pray and I start, I write down, you know, I sit down, quieting myself for the Holy Spirit, and then I write down, you know, whatever is on my heart, um, it helps me because whilst you're praying, all sorts of thoughts can come in. And that is when, if you're not careful, you get distracted. Because I've, I've come to that place, especially when I'm going through things. You sit down to pray before you realize, you can realize that you're sitting down, not even praying. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> not even praying. And your mind is all over the place. But if you have a route, as soon as the thought comes, you say, hang on a minute, join the queue. And then you carry on with your root. Have a notebook and a pen because it's important. Just like I was saying, you need to write your root. So when the, those thoughts come in, you write them down. Whilst you're praying, God can give you a revelation, you write it down. A thought can come, a Bible verse can come, you write it down and it helps. So get a, a, have a notebook and a pen when you're going to pray. Another thing is we have to pray regularly to acquire that habit of praying. We need to pray in every situation, in big situations. I realized at one point, you know, I, I, am, I always pray for parking space, especially when I'm going to a place where there's no parking, I pray for parking space. And then when I'm going through turmoils, I pray. So pray for big things, pray for small things. So pray regularly, pray all the time. Having said that, it's very rewarding to pray on a specific time, appointed time, schedule, you know, you schedule your time, schedule yourself to pray at a specific time, if you can, because it's very rewarding. Because if you do that, by the time you get there, the Holy Spirit will be waiting for you. Those who practice that will, will testify to that. 
for instance, you say you pray every morning, six o'clock, you, you get up to pray. Six o'clock, the Holy Spirit will wake you up. And six o'clock, before you start the prayer, you hit the ground running because you are already on fire. Your heart is prepared. And it becomes, when you do that, it becomes a habit as well for you. So it's good to, to, to you know, have a specific time and appointed time on even specific place. People have altars, places where they pray. And they say when they go there, they feel the presence of God because God will be there waiting for you because he's, he, he's always waiting for us to pray, to speak to him. Consciously prioritize prayer. What do I mean by that? Don't put prayer time off unless you cannot help it. If you have put time, say you pray every six o'clock, prioritize, make it a priority. You know, but don't say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Let me do this one. Day. If you, if you don't do, if you do that before you realize the day is gone, you haven't prayed. So prioritize consciously, prioritize prayer. It is, and it is good to have prayer partner if you can, if you want to. Some people want to pray on their own, but if you, if you don't mind, you can have a prayer partner. That helps you to keep accountability. Um, you know, you, 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 you and, and, and as we say, iron sharpens iron. Once you pray with someone, it helps. And I will also encourage us to join prayer meetings. I call prayer meetings my party time. I take it like when I was in the world, when I'm going to party, every prayer meeting is, is, I get excited. Even if I'm not saying anything, I'm sitting there excited. Join prayer meeting. It helps you to grow. You learn a lot. It, it helps your prayer life. It, it helps your, your prayer life, discipline your, yourself in your prayer life. And the last thing I would say is wait on the Lord because prayer is two-way communication. So we have to get that discipline as well, that every time we pray after the prayer, we wait, Lord, what have you got for me? Or just sit there, have fellowship with the Lord, wait on the Lord and, and, and receive from him. Let him bless you. Let him say, son, daughter, you know, touch your head. Like, you know, when your children sit at the feet of their parents and they will touch or grandparent and they will touch your head and, you know, give you reassurance or give you answers. Thank you.